one. What's up, my Planet Fire loyal, loyal members? This is an EP from Planet Fire again. Back again with another special guest. His name is Daniel White, and uh, he's, uh, he's extremely good in pickup. Like, he's amazing at meeting hot women uh, of, of highest kind of quality and highest caliber. And I've seen him personally game in Vegas, in South Africa. He's actually originally from South Africa. And uh, today we're going to talk about a game when it comes to cold approach, getting, women, getting the kind of women you want in your life, how to improve you, yourself as a man, how to improve your social skills so that you're not a fucking weirdo when you go up, go up to talk to these group of people. Mm. Uh, so yeah, Daniel, uh, good to have you, man. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for having me on here. It's a, a great pleasure. I love what you guys do at Playing With Fire and, and happy to come jump on for the, the call today. Thanks, bro. For, for anyone who doesn't know, I mean, uh, so anyone who doesn't know who Daniel is, he's been part of uh, two of our YouTube lives and he mm. has, he's always had really good insights when it comes to women and dating. Uh, mm. So a little bit of intro, bro, about you. Mm, yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll try to give the I'll give the short version here. Um, obviously, uh, I'm Daniel Watt. Um, I teach guys how to have connections with the woman that they really care about and dating strategies to help them improve their dating life and sex life. Um, a little bit of like a story of how I kind of got into it, because this will put some context around it. Um, probably a similar story to, to many of us listening to the show tonight where we weren't great with girls. We didn't have great social skills growing up. Um, if we did, we probably wouldn't be listening to this right now. Um, and for me, without getting too deep or anything, it probably started at a young age. Um, my parents actually split up when I was about five years old. My dad left and moved overseas and I grew up with my mother um, and I kind of adopted a lot of her traits and like being just like a quote unquote nice person, um, submissive, um, letting other people put their needs first and not making a scene and all of these things. And the reason I start off with that story is because we don't actually know where these problems came from. Um, and often they happened around this age. Like, why aren't we good with girls? Well, you probably adopted some views of the world or how to behave in the world at a young age. And then all of a sudden, when you got to high school, like me, you figured out, well, those types of ways of seeing the world and interacting with women um, don't fucking work. Uh, I always, I was the kind of guy who was always in the friend zone. Um, I did speak to women from time to time. I wasn't like hiding in my mom's basement or anything like that, but it was just always in the friend zone. Like I'd be around my friends. They were all getting laid. They were these cool, epic alpha guys. And I was kind of like waiting on the side, hoping that I would like get some scraps one day. And I was like that kind of guy when, yeah, exactly. Like when they were fighting with their boyfriends, they would come to me and like bitch and moan. And in my, um, incorrect view of social dynamics at the time i'm like oh this is how you get girls you just wait for them to be angry with their boyfriends and then they'll just come to you um and i'm sure a lot of people know listening to this that that doesn't work uh you have to be the guy who's polarizing um and get women attracted to you in this way so basically long story short there was this girl i wanted to lose my virginity to and we've been texting back and forth and i was building this whole thing up in my head as we do like all these 
fucking future scenarios of us together and how beautiful it was going to be. Um, and she came down for the weekend. We went out to a bar that night and I overheard her saying to her friend, I don't want to hook up with Daniel tonight. I want to hook up with his friend, James. And I was like, you know, when you get like that lump in your throat and like that sinking feeling in your stomach, like you don't even want to believe that it's true. So we end up back at her place and it's her and her friends and me and some friends. And one by one, everyone starts leaving until it's like me, her and James left. And at that point, I like kind of admit defeat and I go lie on the couch. And the last image I see that night is like her and James walking into the bedroom together and then me not getting any sleep that night because I just heard them banging and having sex. Um, And that was the kind of like snapping moment for me where I was like, holy shit, I can't go on my life like this. Um, And then got introduced into the success with women kind of sphere. And I was like, okay, I want to have amazing relationships. I want to have awesome interactions with girls. Um, But sometimes we need to hit quote unquote rock bottom to actually move in that right direction. So yeah, that was a little bit kind of how I, I got started in it. God damn, that, that must have been painful as fuck. Uh, I, I, had a, I had like a similar story back, back you know, like uh, mm. my best friend uh, was dating the girl of, girl of my dreams when I was 19. And that was fucking yeah. painful as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Did, uh, she that you liked her? Did, did you ever ask her or tell her or, or she still doesn't know? Oh, she knew back then, but I, I was uh, such a pussy about it. I basically, <laughs> I, I basically like made a big deal out of just telling her that I like her. And she oh was my like, God. what the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, funny story. The girl I'm busy dating at the moment, she like teaches online, like English and stuff like this. And this one client she's been working with for six months, like on one of the calls where they fucking do English. He says like, hey, like I have something to share with you. And she's like, kind of like, what? Like, yeah, what is it? And he like whips out his piano and he starts like playing the song about like how much he likes her and cares for her. And she was just like super creeped out and weirded out. And like, I'm not even completely hating on the guy because he's the type of person that doesn't know. We don't get taught this stuff in school. We don't get taught this stuff in fucking churches or from our parents. And it's kind of like taxes. Like you never learn anything about this in school. And then when you're out of school, you're just expected to know how to fucking do them. And it's not so straightforward. Uh, Same thing when it comes to dating women. It's not that easy. Um, And that's why people look, reach out to guys like me and guys like you, because we've gone through the shit and we figured it out and we're like hey there is light at the end of the tunnel let me show you how to do it so yeah it's really really important it's it's very very interesting that you point that out right like we, we are never fucking taught especially not in india um mm. i mean like this there's nothing nothing like everything is suppressed like if when it mm. comes to a man talking to a woman like mm. even cold approach would be like frowned upon like people mm. people, people would fucking shame you and shit mm. Yeah. And it's like, how are you supposed to get ahead in this, in this, in this area? If that's the people you're surrounding yourself with. I mean, like I know as, as, as well as you do um, this, there are some toxic people in this community, but at the same time, just to generalize and say, Oh, those guys are weird or creepy. Um, what about your friends or just sitting around drinking beers, talking shit every single weekend? Do you think you're ever going to grow being around people like that? Like that's not going to happen. And like, uh, funny enough, a lot of the clients I work with sometimes have like an Asian background because 
in terms of culture, they get so suppressed. Um, another client of mine in Chicago, he's not an, an Asian, but he was telling me a story about when he would get the men's health when he was like in his early teenage years, his parents would take the magazine and cut out all the articles that like reference sex or like sexuality. So you need to know that whether it's your parents telling you don't talk to strangers or whether you're getting messages from them that girls are a distraction, focus on your schoolwork because that's how you get ahead in life. All of those things you carry on later into life. And then guys wonder why they have so many issues around talking to women or issues in the bedroom because they're not aware of where those issues first came from and they're not fucking dealing with that stuff. Um, I'm sure you see a lot of it with, with the guys you work with too. Exactly, yeah. <clears throat> like we, we, we come across guys who are like, who don't even know how to like escalate, okay? Like, Mm. Uh, like Alex was talking about this girl, uh, this this guy who who basically gets girls over. Uh, mm. He had like ten dates. Okay, he's good looking apparently, and like these girls, these girls are usually the ones who are like initiating going back to his place too. You know, and this guy is like, okay, oh, yeah, let's go, let's go grab wine. And um, according to him, the logical step was to just whip it out. <laughs> he goes into the bedroom <laughs> and he just whips it out. And they're like, the, the, the girls are like, what? <laughs> so he, for him, that's, that's his reality. He thinks that's how it's supposed to work, right? Like, the, yeah. he doesn't know that there needs to be sexual tension built up. For women, it's completely, completely different uh, when it comes to, like, sex. Like, the woman is like a, like a knob. Meanwhile, a guy is just a switch. So, mm. so she needs to be turned on slowly. There, there needs to be a lot of tension built up. And there needs to be, like, physical touches, kisses, neck kisses everything right like but these guys don't have really not aware of like oh shit this is how mm. it's supposed to happen mm. yeah exactly right and you said a very good point there in terms of like that in his reality that's how it goes and so many men are walking out there with warped perceptions of reality that story i shared earlier that guy playing the piano in his reality that's how you get the girl yeah. you write a song about her and you play it on the piano and this is why i'm not even hating on those guys because this is what society has a generation of men running out there fucking clueless men are getting shamed all the time that men are these assholes and these pigs and all they care about is sex when the majority of the men that i work with and see out there a very small percentage of them are actually like that most of them are these are calm sweet nice guys yeah who just want to connect with women but because they've never been taught how they just ended up like doing weird shit the girls get creeped out they get embarrassed they feel more shame around it and then it becomes this destructive cycle that brings them down and down and like uh without blowing smoke up our own asses like we're on the front line there fucking helping guys saying hey man i know you're lost i know it sucks i know it's fucking embarrassing but don't worry there is a way out and i'm here to show you rather than like just fucking oh let's just get drunk and forget about it and end up in relationships like our parents where it's just this disconnected business transaction where there's no fucking intimacy or no fucking fulfillment and yeah. like that's one of the things that drives me is like i don't want to see men end up in relationships like that because i've been there by myself where it's like um you're in this relationship and even though you're with a girlfriend she's completely running the dynamic she's withholding sex you walking on eggshells with her mm. and some guys are like 
single and having a terrible time, but a lot of people in relationships are having a terrible time. And like, I know you talk about this a lot where you want to set up the dynamic right from the start. So whether you want to go out there and have a lot of sexual experiences with different women, that's awesome. That's your choice. Or if you do want to fucking settle down with the chick and go a bit deeper, at least do it from the right frame. So you don't become like this little bitch who she just walks over the whole entire time. That is so true. So a question for you, like when did you first start seeing success with women? Mm, yeah, for sure. That, that's a really good point. So I think I went through a similar journey to a lot of people where I found out about this area, like saw these cool YouTube videos, downloaded all these free eBooks and PDFs and the whole nine yards, but I didn't fucking do anything. Um, it was just so fascinating to me. Like, oh my gosh, I've never known how women work. And even though I didn't make any physical changes at that start, at least knowing about it was a first step. I was like, wow, this is fascinating. The problem is if you just stay in that area, which I've seen many men who found out about this stuff in their late 20s and now they're in their fucking mid 40s and they're still in the fascination reading about it phase, you have to move on to phase two where it's like, cool, I'm actually going out there and experimenting. And in the beginning, it was fucking terrifying for me. I would like see a girl and I was from a small town. So there wasn't like an abundance of women just running around. I'd like walk around in the mall feeling like a creeper. And I'd like see like one girl. I'd be like, oh my God, like I have to go talk to her. And I'd just like run up and I'd be like, hey, nice shoes. And she'd be like, look at me with a weird look and be like, okay. And I'd be like, run away. But even though that was super cringe looking at it now, I needed to go through that. That was progress for me. Um, and, and that at least got the ball rolling and got me moving in the right direction. Um, the uh, Another big light bulb moment for me was when I did my first live program, which is obviously with a guy that we both know very well, because I kind of saw it online and I was like talking to more girls, but I wasn't seeing really res uh, any results. Um, there was like this big thing in the community where it was all about like, freedom from the outcome and like self-amusement and all this stuff. And maybe they do have their time and place, but you can only go home alone so many times before self-amusement doesn't become amusing anymore. You know, I was like making girls laugh and I was doing all this weird shit, but I was still going home alone. Um, and my first and, and main mentor, like, I was like, Oh, should I do this boot camp and the wing I was with at the moment? Like, Oh, these things are scams. Don't waste your money. I was kind of like a broke college student at the time, but something in me had always kind of realized like, hey, if you want to get better, you need to invest in yourself. You need to take a leap of faith. Otherwise, you're just going to stay the fucking same with your same shitty beliefs. So when I went on that live program, even though I didn't get amazing results, like I had this huge light bulb moment where uh, the guy I'm talking about you obviously know him. He has a very like almost like nerdy, geeky persona and he's amazing with women in game. But when I first met him, I'm like, there's no ways this dude fucking gets chicks. You know, like there's no ways that this guy gets girls, but full credit to him in the first night, I think he pulled in the first like 15 and 20 minutes. And I know you've gamed with him a lot in Vegas and that kind of just snapped my mind where I'm like, wait, like reality doesn't work as I thought it did these guys know something that I clearly don't. Let me put my ego to the side and learn from them. And um, I know you probably have a similar story, but one of the things I think I had going for me and what I see the difference between guys who move forward and don't is like, you have to be a good student. Mm. I never kind of back chatted or second guess as like, you have the results I want. What do I need to do? Let me do that. 
because any time I was like, but I think this is how it should be. I'm only slowing down my own progress and growth. And a lot of people looked at me and they're like, wait, how did you get good so quickly? It's because I didn't bring my ego to the table mm. in this area. I knew I wasn't good and I just shut up and I listened and I did what I was told and that ended up helping me a lot. So we could talk more about the successes in terms of our times in Vegas together. Yeah. I think uh, we won't go too deep into what, what happened there, but me and Nitsen were in a house together um, with like a couple other guys and it was just gaming and it was just madness. And I think I was there 28 days and got 14 lays. Um, I think all of them were from Cold Approach except one Nitsen got me. I think I left my phone on charge in the bedroom and went out day gaming on an immersion and I came back and Nitsen's like, oh yeah, you got a date set up with a girl at her place tomorrow. Um, <laughs> so Nitsen kind of threw me a bone. I'm like, oh, how did you do that? And, and that was a cool experience too. But um, yeah, a lot of the, the successes came later in terms of the Cold Approach successes. But um, yeah, I, I don't know if that answered your question. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. And, and for everyone who's listening, I, like, like Daniel, I've seen him, I've seen him do some, some really crazy shit. Like he would just go up without uttering a word or even like uttering the least amount of words he would just like make out. And then like in 10 to 10 to 15 minutes after he would go for the pull and he would, he would be able to actually pull the girl. And this is, this is still out of my reality. I'm, I'm really not as, as good as him right now in cold approach but like back even back then like this is two years ago but, but he's extremely good and uh, I've, I've seen like girls be giggly like being touchy with him without any like without any without any hesitation whatsoever like and and uh, I've seen him like talk to a group of girls isolate his girl and get the number and get it go on a date with her and then like you know that ends up in having a sexy time so like uh, yeah for sure you, you've actually seen like uh, quite a few interesting moments like i remember obviously vegas was a lot um i think that one night we went out to marquee i think it was called like on a monday we had some some crazy times there like vegas was also an epic time for me um like one of the things in my journey when i was like oh i just want to get really good with girls there'd been a couple nights when i'd done like two pulls in a night and like sit with two different girls so like meet a girl that night pull her home sleep with her, go back to the club, get another girl and do the same. But I'd had a couple of close calls where I've never done three in one night. And I had a couple of close calls that never quite cracked it. But when we were in Vegas together, that was the first time it actually happened where mm. I was like, holy shit, like this was possible. And this is kind of more of like the party tricks. I, I say it just because I want guys to know what's possible. Mm. Um, but at the same time, like this is kind of weird where it's also a big reason for getting into it was the girls and to have awesome sex with like high quality girls. But it was also like for me and my own growth, like I didn't want to be that guy who was scared to talk to girls or I didn't want to be that guy who couldn't be a leader because that's where I was in the beginning, constantly stuck in my head, second guessing things, basically didn't have the courage and didn't have the fucking inner confidence to go after what I wanted um, and that's a beautiful thing and why I really almost like respect the game. And I'm sure you've experienced this in your own ways because you've achieved mastery in your specific area. I know you're fucking good at cold approach too, but like 
when you go deep in this stuff with women, um, it's almost like a, a rite of passage for men in a way where it's like an initiation where like back in ancient cultures and African tribes, you had to like, when you were 15, run out there and like kill a lion. And that was like facing your fear and you came back changed. Um, in today's society, men don't have that. I know you work with a lot of guys and I've seen a lot of, where it's like these late 30 year olds, 40 year old guys, Technically, they men, but when you look at them, they have the psychology of a boy. Yeah. And this success with woman journey, it's almost like the modern day initiation where, yes, you get the outer results in terms of the woman, but it's also like you go on this inner journey to find out more about yourself and like uncover your insecurities so that you can work on them and, and move through it. And that's what I think is so cool about it and why I'm so passionate about teaching this stuff. That's so, that's so true. Like the, the way you mentioned, like, Nowadays, men are actually not men because, mm. I mean, uh, another thing which uh, uh, John Anthony mentions, uh, mm. who's a good friend of Alex, he goes, yeah. like, men nowadays don't go to wars. Men nowadays uh, don't do like fucking uh, manual labor. They don't do work with their hands. Mm. So it, it, it has softened, softened most of the men and it's become like, like a very, you know, they, they, they've, they've developed these feminine traits where like they're dependent on their mommy and you know, like they, they, they cannot really get rid of it unless they go through this journey. Mm. Yeah. That's such a, such a good point. Um, I'm sure you see it a lot also, but it's, it's the, one of the main areas I kind of see is in terms of like, and this might tie to one of the points you were going to mention in terms of like mistakes that men make is with this conditioning that we're so filtered into, it's like, it's just like a sea of mascars, like a sea of fucking flaccid yes men that are just like at women's beck and call. And I fucking love and respect women. And that's the reason I don't act like a little bitch around them because women don't respect that. I'm not even doing it from a place of like, I want to show that I'm the alpha, like any of that bullshit. It's just like, you learn to know what women actually respect and are attracted to. And you find a way of becoming that man. And it's not about like putting on an act of who you're not. It's really about becoming who you were destined to be, but you just have all these layers of bullshit that's stopping you from like expressing that authentic man. Like if you want to fucking slap a girl when you guys are having sex, obviously consensually or like fucking put your hand around her neck, like, you know that you're giving the girl a good experience doing that, obviously with her consent, but it's like, guys, I can't do that. Like, oh wait, like I shouldn't do this. And it's like all this bullshit going on where it's like, bro, you have that authentic desire to want to ravish that woman. Don't be a pussy, fucking step into that. And obviously it's easier said than done than just don't be a pussy, but it's like, that's the work that needs to be done. Yeah, and the crazy part is like, a lot of men these days don't even uh, like the men in relationships, like relationships mm. where they got into early or they came from a place of scarcity. They don't even realize like these girls are fucking kinky. Like post relationship, yeah. if I'm meeting these girls, like I, I met, I met quite a few girls who recently got out of a breakup, and mm. I, I, I'm, I'm always curious. I want to know like how these relationships are going. What did the guy do to fuck up? And like, what does she respond to, et cetera, right? But then she would always be like, you know, like the first two months, he was, uh, it was, it was amazing. The sex was amazing. And then later on, like, it just felt like he could, he was not even putting a lot of effort, right? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, what she really means is like, she, she was not showing that 
true fucking alpha desire like mm. and then i was asking so what do you mean what do you mean by that and she goes well i mean this is another thing i've i've noticed too like in the last year you need to really dig, dig down what these girls what these girls are talking about because they're talking at, talking on an emotional level but you you're the one who's supposed to like get them logically say something right mm. so so i asked them yo so what's up like why did the sex why was the sex back and then she goes like oh so one of these days i was just watching porn and i really liked that the girl was being handcuffed and she was like just being just being ravished it was it was so hot so i just suggested it to my boyfriend and then he was so shocked <laughs> okay so the so the guy actually got shocked that this girl wanted to be handcuffed like she is the mm. one who initiated that right mm. but then these guys are clueless about it and then they end up really fucking uh really fucking sucking in bed on mm. top of being like an emotional bitch uh, later on <laughs> because like they're letting the girl walk walk all over them slowly the, just the respect is gone 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 and eventually like the girl breaks up and yeah. and you and i we both know like if the girl breaks up it's never going to work out again like it's it's not if there's no coming back from yeah no coming back and then it gets like sad with a guy like chasing and getting all pathetic again he doesn't even know the cycle he's caught in but you know we could talk so much about that topic you brought up this was an area you actually um I knew of it a little bit but you opened my eyes a lot more in terms of like women and what they truly want and desire mm-hmm. I remember me and uh, Nitin um and a few other people got into a, a group dynamic in South Africa I don't know how much yes. details we can go into with that but yeah, I was actually in the room with Nitin um and it's like I thought I was spanking girls and then i saw nitten start spanking girls and i was like holy shit and not only um just in terms of like a being dominant forceful type of thing but it was like how much the girl was actually loving it yeah. where it's like as men we think like oh women don't want that and you showed me this was a few years ago like opened my eyes to this area and then i just started pushing the limits with the girls i want like obviously again with the consent going harder and harder and harder and i've just realized they enjoy it more and more and more mm-hmm. and most even fucking guys who are cool guys even elfers to some extent 90% of them aren't doing any of this stuff in the bedroom yeah. and that's when women become unfulfilled and they start to look in other places so whether you're single and just wanting to fucking give chicks amazing sexual experiences or if you're with a girl like you need to learn this stuff not only the outer how to make girl squirt and spank and all that stuff but you need to make that in the mental shift um and that's something that yeah and it's and you really opened my eyes to this this is this is something i developed from women like i was mm-hmm. i was being very vanilla in bed like i i used to just mm-hmm. be like yo okay i'm just going to fuck her well and that's it uh, she's mm-hmm. going to probably come from my mouth and that's it okay that's that's great we are we're full pull but then mm-hmm. but then one girl while i was having sex she just grabs my hand and puts it on her <laughs> neck i'm like holy yeah. shit <laughs> are you okay and she goes no, no, no just choke me just choke me i'm like all right cool i'll do it and then later on i kept asking these girls and they were like yeah i've always wanted to be tied up to the bed i wanted to be like have toys used on me and shit like that and then then i was like holy crap women actually enjoy this and they and if you create that safe environment they're going to open up to you they're going to tell you what they truly mm-hmm. desire and if you're listening properly then they're they're going to like really respect you they're going to they're going to have they're going to be emotionally and physically fulfilled and that's mm-hmm. when like you know like that's when she would not have the desire to like 
actually cheat on you because mm. you're 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 enough. You're enough. Mm. Yeah, it, it, exactly right. And you made such a good point there because, like, in terms of emotionally making her feel safe because some guys will listen to this and they're like i just gotta choke a bitch like that's the reason um and when it comes across as uncalibrated you can freak girls out um and i don't want to make anyone scared or nervous but like i've seen nitin do this and in my experience with this it's like coming from i don't know if like a place of love is the right word but you're almost doing it from a place of like giving her a great experience and you're doing it to give she wants this probably more than you, you know, you're not choking her because you want to choke her. Although it is awesome to do sometimes and can help you embrace your masculinity, but it's like, you're doing it for her. Um, but at the same time, making her feel safe. And I think like when guys see your crazy lay reports or they hear your crazy stories, they think that you're just getting in there and like punching girls in the face and stuff like that, where I know that you set up a really cool environment that makes a girl feel safe, comfortable. And it's like a buildup. Like you said, it's not just like fucking going to choke a girl um, where some people can misinterpret that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It, it just needs to come from a place where you're completely certain that the girl enjoys it mm. but also like listening to her body like does she really want it right now like in the moment mm. that she wanted like is she is she like uh is she putting her her own hand around her neck or is she is she putting her hand on your neck because it's mm. it's i've noticed that like sometimes when women want to be choked they choke you, yeah. <laughs> they choke you <laughs> because they're like hey bro fucking choke me you know <laughs> Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so, so that that continues like an uh, another point we've been making, right? Like, so mm. what other mistakes do you notice guys making? Like, let's say, I mean, because your your specialty is is teaching cold approach, cold mm. approach pickup. So, yeah. What other mistakes do you see guys making? Yeah, for sure. We could go into like more specifics in terms of like, hey, when you open, make sure you can help an engaging conversation or when you're on a date, what exactly to say when you pull a girl back. Um, and those stuff are all great. Like uh, we can potentially go into that another time. But I want to give some advice that's actually going to fucking help people. So the problem I see um, and from working with many clients, this is the issues that I've seen come up is people are stuck in a binary way of learning. Mm -hmm. And what do I mean by this? A lot of the advice in the community at the moment is like split. It's either on one end of the spectrum um, saying, hey, it's all technical. It's all what you say. It's all about technical game. And I fucking love technical game. That's what I was schooled in. And that's what I still teach today. So that's on one end of the spectrum. Then you get guys on the other end of the spectrum saying, it's all about self-love. Like, just go in there and heal your inner child. And then like, the girls will come running, you know? Um, and, and I think both of them have their time and place to some extent, but both of them kind of miss the mark. And this is what I teach guys. It's called the hybrid method where it's getting the right blend of both because I've seen too many clients who have every technical product under the sun. They can recite you every routine under the book, but they go see a girl in the street and they can't fucking approach. Now that's not a technical issue teaching a more technical game isn't going to help him with that. He has some emotional blockages, some limiting beliefs, mm. some bullshit going on there that needs to be shifted in an internal perspective. So boom, let's work on that. 
But then you get these spiritual flippy whippy woo-woos where it's like, no, I just need to like love myself more. It's like, there's a girl. It's like, oh, I feel fear. Let me go home and meditate about it for six weeks where it's like, dude, you need to stop being a pussy and you need to fucking take forward and move this action. Like those are the guys who are like, no, I just want to be present in the moment. Like, and those are always the fucking guys who choke and run out of things to say. Mm-hmm. The beautiful thing with a, a game plan, and this is what I like, like to teach, like a framework or a game plan where it's not these like lines of like, then you say this and then you say that and then you say that, but you're teaching a framework or a guideline. So a guy has a direction or a roadmap of what to do, but he doesn't put him so in his head that he's tripping over his words and he's thinking of the next thing to say constantly. So kind of finding that hybrid and that middle ground and just to kind of wrap off this point in terms of advice, if you're one of those guys that are super technical and you're worried about every little thing to say, Fucking give yourself a little bit of a break. Go in there and say some stupid wrong shit, but just go out there and create that momentum of action. And if you're one of those guys who's been sitting at home meditating and working on all these issues, but you haven't spoken to a girl in six months, get a fucking game plan going. Because the funny thing is like with confidence, say you've never given, you've never done public speaking before. And if I say, hey, God on the stage in front of 10,000 people, you're probably going to be fucking nervous, but mm. let's say I got you a one hour um, one-on-one session with Tony Robbins and he was going to teach you how to give an awesome one hour speech. Even though you haven't done public speaking, he would have given you a game plan on like, Hey, this is how you want to open with a story. And this is how you want to speak and blah, blah, blah. Even though you're still probably going to be nervous, having a game plan or knowing what to do actually removes some of the nerves in and of itself. So yeah, I kind of touched on a, on a couple of different points, but I hope guys can take away the, the message there. Yeah, I think I think one more one more very important uh, thing which a lot of a lot of guys who are theory junkies, right? Like theory junkies mm. are the ones who who are so stuck in their like whole theory. Oh shit, I have to go and debrief for three to four hours and shit like that. Meanwhile, they're only taking action for an hour. Like yeah. it's almost like they need to get to a stage where they're actually taking action for six six fucking hours and then like slowly increase their debrief time or like Mm. time they're putting in uh, uh, after, after the, whatever, like talking to women, like how much time they're putting in for that. So, Mm. so when it comes to that, like they, they, they also need to get over that comfort zone. They're, they're too much in their comfort zone. That's why they love the theory so much because they're almost, much more i mean feeling much more content playing the interactions in their head rather than having real life interactions yeah exactly right it's just a bigger trap and it's a more like uh it looks like you're actually doing the work well i read all these books and i did all these courses yeah you're quote-unquote learning but are you actually transforming and this is why um i have such respect for guys like you and alex because even though my area of mastery or expertise is called approach and yours is online game, even though I know you have awesome social skills, like it's like you can notice another master when you see one and you have like a common respect, even though it's not the same thing. You're like, wow, you've paid the price. You've put in the work. You had every excuse not to do it, but you were one of those ones who found a way through and, you were kind of fortunate in a way that we're on the other side. Um, Like when I see you giving advice on the PWF mastermind, it's like, 
your level of knowledge and expertise you don't just teach guys lines i can see when in your interactions it's like you have a principle and the lines don't really matter specifically although they can be used as training wheels you're trying to teach guys what are the mindsets behind it what is the idea that you're trying to communicate because once you understand that you can um let go of the lines because you understand the framework behind it and that only comes from action it can't just be learned in a in a in an online program or in a fucking um pdf or something like that of course those help but that's not all you need you need to put in the action and like i can imagine the thousands probably tens of thousands of hours you've put into your craft and and i respect that because now you can help people do the same if people are willing to put in the work and meet you halfway and uh yeah i think that's uh that's really cool that's true like this i think there's this common misconception that oh if i if i put in like they think like women are like computers you know like you just put in one line of code and then like the output is going to be like oh okay let's let's go to home you know i i really yeah. think like a lot of guys think in those terms but women operate on a much more subtle uh emotional level so, so just one of you few lines is not going to help like just mm. get to the goal so it's about having those real life interactions uh without having uh, like without without making up these lines like coming up with these lines like just have interactions have conversations you'll see you'll you'll naturally build up um ways to like see these girls uh see these girls reactions you'll you'll understand uh what they're talking when they're saying you know so yeah that's uh, yeah that's such a good point i know we're going to wrap up now but i just want to add something in there because i know a lot of the clients i work with a lot of the clients you work with these guys are doctors and lawyers and architects and entrepreneurs they super smart guys but they are only intellectually smart mm. now you have a whole completely different pillar which is either like social intelligence or emotional intelligence and you've got some no offense like a dumb blonde with big fake tits she's never done anything with her life but post pictures on instagram intellectually she's as thick as a plank you know she doesn't know anything about the world but that girl has spent so much time socializing and in so many social settings her social intelligence or emotional intelligence is scar high and when you've got some architect or some doctor or some rt programmer who's intellectually very very smart he's an accountant these guys are getting destroyed out there because they think well i'm smart i know all of these things but they confuse intellectual intelligence with social or emotional intelligence um and this is what you're learning in this process not only emotional intelligence about women but also about yourself agree i think i think they uh, they almost can be relatable to the girl so they'd mm. have to, like they'd have to build that emotional and social intelligence to communicate mm. with her at her level it's not like mm. okay she's lesser intellectually uh, intelligent or more intellectually intelligent just it's just that she's much more exposed to social and emotional intelligence where she can actually grow as someone like that and that's when you you you'd have to get to her level as well which which is actually like you know which is which is great advice for these guys so um yeah i mean to wrap up uh, daniel it was it was great having you um let's say if people want to reach you what what can they do yeah for sure best place to get in contact with me and we are most after 
active posting content and things like that is literally just on Facebook. Um, type in Daniel White and my profile will come up there. I also have a link to a free Facebook group where, again, I go deeper in terms of helping men with dating advice. Um, so yeah, if anyone's interested in reaching out, that would be the, the best place to, to get in contact. Um, yeah, thanks so much for, for having me on the, on the show. Uh, it's been a great pleasure. And um, yeah, we'll do it again in the future sometime. Absolutely. Guys, uh, we highly recommend uh, to, to join Daniel's Facebook group. He has a lot of value to give. Uh, and if, if you want to schedule a consult with him, go ahead and reach him out on Facebook and he'll be happy to help you. Uh, you, can, you can tell them, uh, tell him that, you know, it's PWF, PWF referred. So, you know, you might, you might get a discount. Um, For sure. <laughs> but yeah, so keep, keep listening to us, guys. I'll keep, uh, I'll keep making these podcasts. Uh, follow our Instagram page at Real Playing Fire for daily text game of the day updates, memes, a lot of value offering over there. Uh, follow, make sure you like and subscribe our YouTube channel. Um, it's Playing with Fire. Uh, you you'll get a lot of again free content, free advice, uh, like a lot of value we we keep offering on all platforms, including our website PlayingFire.com. And if you if you find if you find that we have a lot to offer and you would like to support us, you can go ahead and buy the product as well. We have a mastermind uh, group, which is $39 a month. Um, yeah. So yeah, guys, until next time, uh, Daniel, thank you again, man. I really appreciate having you. Cool, man. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Definitely check out the PWF product will blow your guys, man. Yeah. Cool stuff. We'll chat again soon. Yeah, man. Sounds good. Thanks, bro. Cheers, cheers. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.